welcome to Couple of Vidgets, your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we discuss the show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me, as always... Is his wife, Penny. Hello. Hello. How's it going today? Good. How about you? Good, good. So here we are, uh, weekend recording again, so hopefully this week we'll uh, not be interrupted. Which is funny because we got a, a vacation day coming up, Thanksgiving. Are we releasing an episode on Thanksgiving? Well, I would think so. I mean, it's not like we have anything planned. I mean, we have planned a dinner for ourselves, but it's just going to be us and the dog, so not going anywhere. Speaking of the dogs, I think it'd be cute because we talk about them so much. I think we need to take their photos and put them up on the website. That would be great. We'll have a little section called, say, hello to the hellhounds <laughs> or something. <laughs> the hellhounds photos. Especially Harley Quinn. Yeah, I mean, we... Uh, talk about them so much you hate to you know we need to put some faces to these names for folks Mm -hmm. so they know what we're dealing with over here (laughs) the monsters in our lives oh give me just a second uh can you give me you know pat it here i gotta crack my neck okay well i don't know what to talk about gee i hate when he does this because he's got the gift of gab and not me so much and now he's just making funny faces uh, let's see, Buddy was looking at me like, what are you doing, Mommy? Now he's looking away. Harley's about to fall asleep. And yeah, now he's sleeping. Dan is doing his cheer calisthenics. Don't you like my play-by-play on this whole room? <laughs> you are terrible at patter. I know I am. I don't doubt that one bit. I don't know what happened, but I just sat down and like, I feel like my shoulder and my neck disconnected from each other. We need to get oh. chiropractor appointments. For sure. Aye, aye, aye. All right, so this is uh, Season 4, Episode 4, Metamorphosis. This is a Part 2 of yesterday's episode entitled... In the Beginning. So I figured this was, you know, going to kind of metamorphosis and kind of open up like a butterfly into a whole new story. Um, We'll get into my thoughts at the end, but that <laughs> definitely doesn't happen. <laughs> Uh, I also made some other wild accusations yesterday that now I've been proven wrong on instantaneously. Um, I know, and I know you, what that is without you even saying so, but I'll let wait. Yeah, I was going to say, can I say it or? Yes, you can. Hey, what do you know? The monster of the week. The monster of the week, the one off is back. How is the monster of the week one off episode back when this was part two? Well, you know, here's the thing. It said to be continued. It didn't say it was going to be continued in this episode. It's just the story of Sam going down that road with Ruby, angels keeping an eye on it, and telling Dean he needs to stop it. That's what's going to be continued. Okay, well, I mean, yesterday's episode was a very uh, Dean-heavy episode. Today's episode, I think, was a pretty sam heavy episode i would say but it was still the both of them you know i i I was so excited about supernatural at the end of yesterday like wow we're getting the big the big stories are now here and then monster of the week and then it's not even a good monster it's the crappiest laziest dumbest monster it almost sounds made up doesn't it (laughs) that's what dean keeps saying it is just Let's uh, let's get into this. Uh, any of our listeners that have watched this probably knows my pain, though, I think. Aww. There's no pain involved with watching Supernatural. Well, 
let's start off with the recap. It is all about the previous episode. There is no other backstory stuff. It was all clips from clips from yesterday. Yes, you're right. It was. It was recapping um, Ruby and Sam taking off, um, talking about Cass telling Dean to keep an eye on Sam because he doesn't know what Azazel's endgame is, uh, what happened with the grandparents, the fact that mom was a hunter and not dad, and all that fun stuff. So I'm like, wow, here we go. Part two, buckle up. I, I was excited to watch this. Well, we see there's a demon uh, underneath of a demon trap. Sam and Ruby are interrogating him, asking where's Lilith at. The demon starts harassing Sam, and Sam does his Neo uh, Matrix trick, pulls the demon out of the guy, and it falls to the ground and does that Bernie thing again. Which we find out is him sending him back to hell. Yes, we do find that out. Yesterday I was thinking he was killing the demons, but no, he is just sending them back to hell. Uh, Ruby's there. Uh, after, this, after the demon gets pulled out, uh, the guy's still alive. And Ruby asks Sam if, if his headache is now gone, which I thought was a little odd, but I guess so. No, she didn't ask him if his headache was still gone. She asked how he was doing. And she asked, are you still getting headaches? And okay. He said no. All right. I knew that there was some about headaches there. So uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. So what I'm thinking is that in the past when he did that, he was developing headaches, and now he's not for, for whatever reason. Okay. That's a possible stretch. We're going to go into the episode, though, where it's very cl unclear as to what the heck's going on. Um, they get back up, and they're, like, helping this guy out of the warehouse or whatever and the camera pulls back and we see that dean's been peeking in the windows the whole time and saw the whole thing yeah that's not good news so we get the title card graphic and uh come back from that and sam unwraps unwraps the guy or unties, unties him. Unties the guy yeah unwraps him <laughs> he was a present just waiting to be open <laughs> <laughs> pops out of a cake <laughs> Uh, Dean walks in and confronts Sam about, hey, what the hell's going on in here? Um, figured Then figure that the girl with him is Ruby again. I mean, because it's a different person than what Dean saw Ruby as last. Right. It's Ruby 2.0. <laughs> Ruby <laughs> Tuesday. Uh, so, yeah. And then Dean goes, grabs a knife and quickly like goes to attack Ruby uh, to kill her. Sam breaks up the fight, though, and Ruby grabs the guy uh, that they just de-demonized, and uh, they head off to the ER, and Dean leaves in a huff. Did I miss anything in there? Nope. I put, yeah, uh, Dean was upset, attacked Ruby, takes the man to the hospital, Dean goes out in a huff, then I show the next yeah. scene we see is Sam is back in the motel room. Yeah, we see Sam is in the hotel room reading. Dean comes in in a huff and starts packing up all of his stuff. Sam tries to talk to him, but then Dean punches him, not once but twice. <laughs> uh, Dean is very upset that Sam is using his powers. Sam explains that, hey, my powers is allowing me to save people. In fact, he supposedly saved more people in the last four months than they did in the whole previous year. I don't know if they're keeping track of the numbers here or what, but... I don't know, but yeah, Dean says, well, why not just, you know, stab him with a knife? And Sam's like, well, then that kills the host, and the the whole point here is to kill the demon and not the host. 
Well, Dean ends up getting frustrated, trashes the motel room, and tells Sam that if he didn't know him personally, he'd be hunting him. <coughs> Which I guess is good that he knows right where he's at. <laughs> Sam explains that he kept on fighting without Dean's help, and it was handy, and it worked. Dean explains that God doesn't want him to be doing this. What was Dean's evidence that God didn't want him to do this? Well, when Castiel told him at the end of the episode that if Dean doesn't stop him, then the angels will. Okay. Sam gets a call from another hunter named Travis. I don't think we've ever seen Travis before, have we? No, we haven't. And here's the weird thing is when Sam's on the phone with Travis, Sam, you can see he gets a headache. He starts, he, he winces, he grabs at his forehead. He's in obvious like pain of some sort. And that's when I'm like, ooh, maybe, you know, this headache is maybe it's a little bit of like a, a sonar tracking device or something like uh, when evil, when evil's afoot, Sam will get a headache. That's what I thought that this whole th headache thing was. You know, I did not notice that part. So I'd have to go back and watch that, which I probably won't do. But, <laughs> but no, that part I did not notice that Sam yeah, when Sam's on the phone with Travis, I, maybe Jared Padalecki had a headache that day or something, but it looked like a dude with a headache. Could be. Very confusing, uh, since there's no other headache talk or <laughs> nothing else <laughs> happens for the rest of the episode when I was waiting for it, so. All right, thanks, Kripke. Uh, <laughs> we uh, go to a guy um, sitting in his kitchen eating very quickly he's just devouring everything in sight uh he later you know i guess when the meal's over he's up in the bathroom getting ready to go to bed and it sounds like there's a creature under him or it seems like there's a creature inside of him his bones are moving around and there's crunchy sounds in him but the guy's in pain for a bit but then he stands back up and he seems fine yeah um i put that the man was eating like a savage because he was he's like shoving that food in and his wife gets up to get dessert, and he asks if he can finish her steak. And she's like, well, you already ate, too. Well, then he grabs her steak anyway and starts eating it. So, yeah. What so. really adds to it, though, is the Foley artist that adds in all of the extra slopping, crunching, yeah. chewing sounds. <laughs> he it's like, okay, nobody eats that loudly. And if they do, I'd have to smack him because anyone ate that loudly around me, I'd be like, dude, knock it off. Um, back with Sam and Dean, they're now driving in the car at night. Sam is asking what mom was like. Uh, Dean fills him in that mom was, you know, she was the hunter. It, she was strong, bright, powerful, nearly whipped his ass. You know, good kid. <laughs> uh, Sam then like lets it slip that he knew about uh, the yellow-eyed demon's plan to uh, drip demon blood in his mouth and that he had demon blood in his mouth as a baby uh well then dean's head like wheels around 90 degrees and again now dean is super annoyed that sam has yet again kept something very important from him and i am on dean's side here what is sam thinking keeping secrets in this situation yes i agree with you i'm on dean's side also something like this serious sam but should not be keeping anything from him no all they do is deal with demons that lie cheat and steal the whole time if they can't trust each other then who can they trust exactly exactly yeah, Sam is not the brightest bulb some days. <laughs> no, he's plans. not. <laughs> All right, well, back with the big eater. He is starving again, <laughs> doing that classic looking through the fridge for things to eat. 
he starts picking away at some a couple of things. Sam and Dean, they're outside on stakeout. And this is pretty funny because we I don't think I've ever seen these guys carry binoculars. And all of a sudden, they both got the biggest, dopiest pair of binoculars <laughs> in front of both of their faces. They can't even, like, share or try to look undercover whatsoever. <laughs> it's just well. two goons with two with four giant telescopes taped to their faces. <laughs> I mean, it is just a sight. Well, yeah, I mean, they were, it was dark. I guess they didn't have to try and keep themselves looking undercover or something. I don't know, but Okay, right. even though it's dark, if you were to drive, say you're just driving literally anywhere at night and you see someone in a car with a pair of binoculars, you're, it's instant suspicion. Like, there's no good can be done at night wearing, what is he, a bird watcher for hoot owls? <laughs> and they just happen to land in the streets? There's no explanation for that. I have to be honest. When I'm driving at night, because I have such horrible night vision. You're I, not looking for people with binoculars? I am not looking. I'm trying to keep my eyes on the road. Yes, I am not looking around to say, oh, look at that guy sitting in that car. Right, well, next time you're a passenger at night, keep your eyes peeled. Oh, maybe will. maybe there's a lot of stakeouts going on and I just never maybe that is true. Maybe nobody notices the midnight stakeout. I'm sure they don't. <laughs> well, they uh this guy's going through his fridge and he comes across a package of raw hamburger and he just digs in. Uh I know it's supposed to be raw hamburger, but you can clearly see that the special effects just swapped it out for like some jello with apple bits in it or something like that it is all just red and slippery and like non-hamburger looking no to me it looked like something that was colored with maybe beet juice yeah it was definitely a fake food oh yeah definitely was a was a real raw meat you know it's not like it was uh impossible yeah. to have now oh that's true this was filmed this is way this was, came out in <laughs> 2008 impossible so. meat by the way, if you've never tried an Impossible Meat Burger, give it a whirl. They're pretty tasty. They are very good. Very, very good. Well, Sam figures that that qualifies as weird. This guy with, I mean, because when you eat, if you were to eat raw hamburger too, it isn't like how much blood is in there just juicing everywhere. This guy looks up and it, he's just got blood everywhere. Yeah. I, All down his shirt. Yeah, that's. That was uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> if they had a dog around, though, it'd be super happy to pick oh, up sure all those would. snacks. <laughs> So the boys go and visit their friend Travis, and he's clearly an old family friend. Uh, they have a little bit of chit-chat, and uh, Travis knew him when they were little. He knew their parents. So, okay, he's an old friend, Hunter, that we can trust Travis. Thank you. Uh, he asks if they found anything weird at that guy's house, and he tells them that it's a rugaroo. 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 And he explains, Rougarous, they're very ugly, hungry little creatures. Travis says, hey, you know, the guy, he'll mostly be fine until he decides to eat people. And they always do. Because <laughs> uh, the story is, once they eat a person, then they uh, they turn into the ugly Rougarou creature forever. Uh, Travis says, though, that it runs in the family. He knows about this guy because it runs in the family, and back in the 70s, he hunted his father, and it wasn't until afterwards that he found out that the uh, this guy's mom uh, was pregnant, gave the baby up for adoption, and so this guy was adopted off and vanished into the night before Travis could, you know, wheel back by that house and kill the mother and child. Right, right. 
And I was looking up uh, Ruguru on the internet, and it's uh, a, like a Louisiana tradition. It's uh, kind of like a, they compare it to a Louisiana version of a werewolf, or a French version of a werewolf, actually. So, okay. for what it's worth. All right, so this is a real thing in real folklore. It's not yes. made up. It's not made up. All right. Um, back at the hungry guy's house, or actually, back with the hungry guy, he's at a bar now. Wait, 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 you forgot? No, we were back at his house first. Yeah, I think I got a miss here, so... Because he was with his wife, she was getting dinner ready, and she cut herself. Yeah, and he got, like, really hungry and uncontrollable, so he just, like, ran out of the place. Yes. So we see him, he's at a bar, eating and drinking up a storm, and this guy just looks like hell at this point. Yeah, he does. I gotta see, sorry. He needs to worry about his nutrition and stop eating bar peanuts and whiskey. There's another guy kind of at the end of the bar. Uh, he's hitting on some lady and being really obnoxious about it. Uh, the hungry man tells him to stop, but then the other guy, you know, is like, hey, what are you going to do about it? So a fight breaks out. Uh, the rude guy takes a swing at the hungry man. The hungry man catches his hand in midair and then, like, twists and breaks his arm and wrist. Yeah. Just jacks this guy up with his super strength. Right. And it's just... Let's stop calling him. Okay, well, I can only go by my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like yesterday, we had Grandpa Skinner. Today, we got Hungry Man. But I did call the man that was that was hitting on the woman. I did call him Douche Man so, <laughs> because we don't get a name from that. We don't get a name of that character. He's just Douche Man hitting on the poor woman who wants nothing to do with him. All right. Well, Sam did some research and uh, finds he found out, hey, you know, it's true. If this guy never eats human meat, he won't change. So let's just talk to this guy and explain to him what's going on. It's very clear that Sam wants to, you know, there's some evil in this guy, but there's still hope for him as long as he's well aware. Because that's what's happening to Sam. There's evil inside of him and he feels as long as he's aware of it, it's not really evil. Yeah, so what you uh, mentioned, forgot to mention before this, so we cut back, is Dean is in their hotel room. He's talking with Travis. And that's when, I guess, Travis must have told Dean the only way to kill him is to kill him by fire. And then that's when Sam comes in and says, yeah, he's been doing some research. If he doesn't eat human flesh, he'll be fine. And, yeah, Travis is like, well, I've never known him not to eat human flesh. I've never known him not to turn. Yeah, Travis thinks he is dangerous and he should be killed, but Sam just does not want to do that without just cause. Back at the hungry man's house, the wife is pissed because <laughs> it's like the next day and he just went out drinking all night while she just stood there with a cut finger. Uh, she claims that she had to go to the ER alone and that she was there until 2 a.m. Uh, I don't know. That cut really didn't seem bad enough for an ER visit. Well, I'm assuming, because she said, oh, I'm going to have to have stitches before he took off. So I'm assuming, yeah, she went to the ER, she had to have stitches and all that fun stuff. Okay. And I'm sure she had to go on antibiotics so she didn't get infected. All right. Maybe the cut was worse than I thought, mm. by the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the fake cut that, that the makeup department put on. So uh, the he says, like, oh, I'm sorry, but the blood and I, th I think he said he got, like, lightheaded and felt like he's going to pass out. He just had to get out of there. But the wife is really confused because I guess blood has never bothered him in the past. But all is forgotten. They start making out. He quickly gets very aggressive with her. The wife breaks free, calls him a son of a bitch. 
Yeah, almost looked like he was getting ready to bite her in the neck vampire style. Yeah, he was getting worked up pretty quick, and I think he was hungry. Mm -hmm. Sam and and Dean, we see them, and they're discussing that they might have to kill this guy. Uh, Dean asks Sam if he's willing to uh, be a part of that. Sam gets upset at the whole at the whole bit about having darkness inside implicates him too, and uh, asks to pull over. <coughs> Dean pulls the car over. Sam gets out and starts yelling at Dean. Yeah, it is just yelling and screaming, and I just want these guys to shut up for <laughs> one episode. Yeah, Sam says that he feels that he's a whole new level of freak but he's just trying to make something good come out of it that's why he's trying to exercise these demons with his mind so that it doesn't kill the host it just sends the demon back to hell and so therefore he's hoping that with jack once they talk to him he'll be able to control his tendencies and won't go full rougarou on him yeah i mean basically we already heard this conversation before in the hotel room but now we kind of hear it again exactly if you didn't get it the first time why Sam is annoyed. Here it is again. Um, where am I? Uh, so during this argument, Sam gets off his chest all that he wanted to get off to it, and they can hop back in the car and continue on to Hungry Man's house, <laughs> which now I do have wrote down as Jack in my notes, so I guess that's when I paid attention and learned it was Jack. Yeah, because Dean agreed that they would go talk to him and see what they could do before just going in uh, gung-ho and killing him. Well, they go up to J- Jack, and they're like, hey, we know that you've got issues. You know you got some problems with you. Jack does admit to Sam and Dean that he has been noticing some strange things lately. Sam tells him that they know about his dad being being killed and that his dad was one of these things. And Dean's like, hey, make sure you don't eat people. <laughs> Jack eventually, though, gets pissed at this whole conversation and tosses him off the property. Well, because he was, they told Jack, you know, you have to fight this because once you eat a human, you're going to go full and we're going to have to take care of you. And so he says, oh, does someone take care of my dad? Because he didn't know that his dad was a Ruguru because he was adopted. And Sam's like, yeah, unfortunately, someone did have to take care of your dad. And so I think that is about when he kicked him out because he's like, ah, just get the hell out of here. It's at night. Jack is outside and he's looking in on a girl. Sam and Dean show up, rush in and bust in on that girl's house, but Jack's not there. And she just screams like, ah! And then like, oh, sorry, ma'am. Bye. And they just split. Like, they didn't wait to see if Jack went inside of her apartment. They, like, preemptively attacked. Well, he was watching from And, um, yeah, they were sitting in, in the car. Show Jack, he was sitting on a bench. He was listening to the She's this woman up in her room. Looks like she's getting undressed for the night. He goes up the fire escape. He's staring at her. Of course, you know, Sam and Dean are watching this. They're like, oh, crap, we got to get in there. But, yeah, then Jack saw his reflection in the mirror and what his eyes, his eyes looked like bloodshot and gross. And so he kind of snapped out of it. But Sam and Dean didn't know. So, yeah, they just go busty and scare the crap out of the woman. They're like, oops, our bad. Look very strange. Yeah, it was a pretty funny scene because I think Sam turns and I'm like, uh-oh, we better go, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dean's like, yeah. And then, like, they already kicked the they kicked the door, so the whole door... Um, frame. Frame. Yeah. The part, you know, 
the part that breaks when you kick it in was like <laughs> was like inside and he's like oh and he just like pulls the door shut really lazily and runs off <laughs> so they already screwed that lady's house up yeah um uh, it goes to commercial then after that oh no 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 we got one more little quick scene here jack uh goes home well it goes in his house his wife is tied up to a chair jack goes in but then he gets chloroformed by travis the old rag to the mouth trick. <laughs> <laughs> what does this rag smell like? <laughs> does this rag smell like chloroform to you? Uh, go to commercial. We come back from commercial. And Travis says that he is sorry. Uh, Jack asks who he is. Travis says, hey, I'm just doing you a favor. Jack wants... Jack wants Travis to let his wife go, but the problem is that when Travis broke into the whole joint, she let the beans spill that she was pregnant. Said, like, oh, just don't hurt my unborn baby. So now that's a problem because we know Travis is out to kill these things no matter what. Well, and Travis knows that eventually this, the gene is going to kick on into this kid because he even says, I won't be around in 30 years to clean up this mess. I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. At this point, Jack starts freaking out, though, because uh, Travis is pouring gasoline all over his house. Mm -hmm. uh, though Jack summons his Rougarou strength, breaks free, and starts fighting with Travis. Problem is, though, Jack then leans in and bites Travis in the neck. Jack turns to his wife with blood all over his face, and now he is hella ugly. Yeah, he started to turn. Uh, he's got, like, ridges on his forehead like a Klingon. <laughs> uh, Jack lets uh, his wife go, but she just runs, off the door and runs out the door and drives off. Yeah. Back inside, we see Jack going back to Travis's body. I assume to keep eating it. Yeah, I think so, too. The boys pull up. They notice that Travis's truck is there, so they figure he's already uh, he's already inside taking care of business. They go inside and they see a bunch of blood and what was basically left of Travis. Yeah, I put walk in, see blood all over carpet, find what was left of Travis, <laughs> which obviously wasn't much. Well, Jack jumps Sam and whacks Sam in the head, and we go to commercial. Sam wakes up; he's locked in a closet. He yells for Dean. Jack tells Sam that Dean is still alive. Don't worry. Dean's just outside with him, outside of the closet. Jack does seem really remorseful at this point and sad um, about not seeing any of his family again. Uh, right as it looks like Jack is about to eat Dean, though, Sam gets out of the closet and hits him with the flamethrower. Wait, 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 wait. You forgot to mention that. Well, fill me in what I miss. When he was talking to, Tra to Jack, he says, well, you know, Travis wanted to kill my wife. Um, and Sam's like, oh, why did he want to do that? That's, that's strange. And Travis's like, um, he didn't say. <laughs> so now Sam and Dean don't know that his wife is pregnant. Oh, I missed that little tidbit. Yes. All right. Sam gets out of the closet and hits him with the flamethrower, burning up hungry man Jack. <laughs> Commercial. In the meantime, Dean, is ki they kind of cut to Dean, and he's sort of waking up. He's like, it must have been knocked out, too. Mm -hmm. Come back. The uh, boys are driving down the road at night, talking. 
Dean apologizes to Sam for being a jerk. Sam says that he'd rather not talk, but then he goes on to have a long conversation. He explains that he's having a tough time with the whole demon blood in his system thing, and Dean just really probably doesn't understand. Sam says that, he's, that he knows that using his newfound powers is like playing with fire, so he intends not to use his powers. The end. Yeah, he says he's done. He's not going to do it anymore. Dean's right. It's just too dangerous. So the title of the episode is Metamorphosis, and obviously there's two metamorphoses going on. One is the monster of the week, the Rougarou eating a human flesh and then turning into the ugly version. And then the other one is Sam kind of wising up to the fact that he shouldn't be using his powers because they're evil powers and it's just inviting more evil into their life. Exactly. He should be smarter. Nothing can come from powers gained by ingesting demon blood. Hey, man, it's just like, you know... Uh, Frodo using the ring works out great, but in reality, it works out even better for the other team. That's true. That's true. It's a good way to keep your eye on the other team. So I'm sure that it's got to be like the same thing here. I mean, when when Sam goes and does his Neo Matrix trick and pulls demons out of someone, it's got to set off some sort of demon alarm somewhere. <laughs> hey, another one's coming down. <laughs> them damn Winchesters. Yeah, you would think so, especially since, the, you know, the angels were were knew about it, so they could probably sense it as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking you're right that the demons probably can sense it too, and you're right, that just cannot be good for anybody. Yeah, yeah, they can sniff their own farts. <laughs> um, but let me get to the, uh, this episode sucked. This episode outright sucked. The monster of the week wasn't all that interesting. I never felt any danger, actual danger for Sam and Dean. Other than the conversation about, hey, someone's got someone evil inside. They need a second chance, but they're always going to do it anyways. Okay, it's great that they, this entire episode is just for that question. That's the whole, whole reason why this was wrote is so that we have some introspection on Sam's life and what he's dealing with being that he's a good guy, but he's got evil in him. Is he savable or not? The Rougarou, they always end up eating people. They're not savable. Is Sam savable? A long, stupid, boring, dumb episode for that one question. True, but I also look at it like, had Travis not done what he'd done, would Jack have been able to fight it? The only reason he eventually chewed on human flesh was because Travis threatened his wife, threatened him, and now Jack knew that he's got an unborn child on the way, and that was a bit too much. Had Travis not pulled that bonehead maneuver, would Jack have said, okay, I can fight this? No. You don't think so? You think no. he would have gone bad no matter Absolutely. what? Absolutely. Yeah, because within, I mean, I don't know how long Jack was very, you know, ravenously hungry. It seemed like a new thing to his wife. But if he's already gone from three steaks to eating people within a couple of days, like that seems to be an exponentially growing problem where he's just going to be running around eating people <laughs> any day now. You're probably right. But it does kind of beg the question, had Travis not interfered, or would it have, maybe it just would have delayed the inevitable, and maybe this guy's wife would have ended up dead. I don't know. We don't know. But you're right. If they would have showed us, like, Jack, Let's say that there was a scene where Jack was like a teenager and he was like curious about eating human flesh, but he didn't. And then sometime, you know, 
he worked at a hot dog factory and someone's finger got cut off and he uh he was interested in grabbing that and munching on it you could see him thinking about it but he didn't <laughs> like that would show that he has some sort of self-control right no the, this Rougarou guy's got no self-control they're just off the chain gotcha i do have to admit this is not one of my favorite episodes either uh, just because the fact not only is it a one-off has nothing to do with anything but you're right the creature wasn't even that it wasn't even that interesting of a story oh it this this is one of those episodes that they film and they produce to save money for other episodes possibly uh they reused the hotel set they're just in the car they're just in some two generic house settings one for travis's house and one's for jack's house Actually, they were never at Travis's house. Travis was in their hotel room. Oh, okay. Because remember, when they showed, when um, they walked in, Travis was sitting there, Dean turned to Sam and says, see, I told you we should hit the beer. Oh, yes, you are right. You are right. Yeah, when they got back there, he was in there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is just a pure money saving. Just get that question out there. Just let's start thinking about the evil inside of Sam. Yeah, yeah. Um. Which is fine. I mean, like Breaking Bad, there's a whole episode that all they do is uh, it's all about Walter White killing a fly. <laughs> it's the entire episode. And uh, it was, it's, it, I wish I knew the name of, there. there is a name for these style of episodes because like every show has them nowadays. They, you know, they want to make big special episodes, but you got to then cut the budget on another one and make a really trimmed down crummy episode and this was it because i mean at least in the last episode they had to come up with the 70s diner the clothing clothes yeah all of the clothing and the set dressing the bench advertising work i mean there was a lot more went into that episode than this one exactly and i can see the next episode looks like it's going to be kind of special too are we all done talking about this episode I, I just got one more thing though i wanted to mention okay they used a terminant that i did not use through this whole review because i think it's disgusting the term long pig <laughs> it's gross it's a cannibal term and i don't use it in my life i've never used it either so there you have it um so the next episode, tell me about it. Season four, episode five, it's called Monster Movie. I am so excited about this. This is one of, yeah, this, I, I really like this episode, and I really, really like the episode after this, and we'll find out why when we review it. But, yeah, Monster Movie is a good episode. It's a fun episode. It's a one-off episode, but it's a fun one-off episode. Yeah. Uh, do we know what day? This, did this, like, originally air on Halloween or anything special? It did air around Halloween. Let me get the date for you. It originally aired, yes, October 16th of 2008. Yep, Halloween episode then. Perfect. Pretty okay. much, yes, exactly what it is. So, yeah, I mean, anyone that knows me knows that I'm a big fan of Edward D. Wood Jr. movies, and uh, I'm not a fan of him ironically either. I am a non-ironic fan of his and his work. Um, I truly think Plan 9 is a really fun, good movie. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, it's got its problems, but... <laughs> it's got its problems, but... Bella Lugosi's last movie. It's pretty much the only surviving footage of Vampyra, who, if you don't know, was the original... Elvira. 
well, Elvira stole Vampira's act. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. Elvira did a horrible, stupid job of it. She was just about being a dingbat with big titties. Yes, yes. She it's was. stupid. Uh, no, Vampira was like the original, the original OG punk rock star. She wore, I mean, she's 50s and she had punk rock hair. She dressed punk rock. She lived it. Um, she hosted, in L.A., she hosted the, mo the horror movie nights on KTLA or one of the shows. I don't know what station it was on. I'm just assuming KTLA because that's kind of the cheese ball station nowadays that just shows news on 4, 8, 9, 10, 6, 7, all night long. Um... So yeah, being a fan of that and then seeing this black and white and this intro that looks like a, a Universal Monster movie intro. Yes. Um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited. So we're going to watch that. Anything else I need to know about before I give the ending spiel? No, that's about it. I can't think of anything else. All right. Well, visit us on Facebook at Armchair Hunters. We've also got a website called coupleofidgets.com where you can see all of our episodes and comment on them. We've been talking about that a lot lately because we disagreed during this, and I'd love for uh, listeners of ours to uh, settle our hash on who is right <laughs> and who is wrong. Um, so you can do that over there, or, and if you don't know how to use a podcast app, that is where you would go to listen to it. We do, though, stream on all major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, etc. You can find all that information at the website. And once again, please, if you know any other Supernatural fans, let them be friends, family, even people you don't like. Punish them. <laughs> Punish the wicked. <laughs> with, uh, with our URL. Oh, Harley gave me a look like, Mama, what's he talking about? And, uh, and get them involved. We'll all chit-chat and argue about who is right together. That's it for me. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, everyone. Have a good day. And bye. Bye.